Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday. Here we are already in the second week of December. In preparation of the coming year, we're spending the rest of 2021 four weeks digging into self-observation, reconnection, and recommitment. Obviously, many people see the start of the year as the perfect time to set resolutions. But without really doing the work of understanding where and how and why we'd like to adjust, those resolutions tend to fall apart pretty quickly. With just a little bit of extra effort, a little bit of introspection, we can make sure we're choosing the right goals in the first place. We're kicking it off by spending a week talking getting back to you, which is all about reflecting on the best parts of our childhood and our child selves and deciding what needs to be reintroduced into adulthood. Now, there are schools of thought which believe that we should only live in the present moment. Dwelling in the past or the future detracts from our present day experience, especially if we're dwelling on the negative. Right. And sure, that's true in theory. But keep in mind, everything we are now, everything we know to be our identity, is the result of our life experience thus far. There is peace in ridding ourselves of our identity, as Eckhart Tolle teaches. But that's a pretty esoteric thought, and something I'd imagine most people aren't really interested in pursuing. As it is in many spiritual practices, we take what serves us and we leave the rest for whoever else it might be serving. In the case of Eckhart Tolle, the idea of disassociating from our pain body, the inner dialogue in our minds, which is the result of our lived experience, that's something that really resonates. Absolutely. That's arguably the most important tool I've come across in the last few years. That being said, I'm a nostalgic person. I have no interest in forgetting where I come from, my experiences growing up, or the events and the people who had a hand in making me who I am today. It's a fine line. Memories can blindside us. If we find ourselves repeatedly reliving situations from the past, wishing they'd unfolded differently or feeling shame, resentment, anger, or remorse as a result, those are things we want to heal from. What we're talking about today is the idea of reflecting on the past as a means of reconnecting with ourselves, our routes to joy, or maybe even to reconsider and relearn our needs. Exactly. And this is something I've naturally done for a very, very long time, by the way. Oftentimes when I'm back in my hometown visiting family, I'll reunite with old friends and walk the halls of our old high school. We'll go to the local restaurant we used to spend late nights at after football games. We'll laugh about old memories, the people we were back then, and we'll make new memories in those same places. Nostalgia is our means of reaching through time and holding the hand of our younger selves. And in some ways, those experiences are connecting us with our future selves as well. We know one day we'll look back on these moments in the same way we look back on those. It helps bring some awareness to the power of the present. Life is short. 
Drawing such strong ties between who we were then, who we are now, and who we will be in the future in a strange way, it makes this experience feel vividly singular as opposed to frayed or disjointed. Yes, and that's precisely why nostalgia can be a fantastic tool for grounding ourselves in otherwise stressful situations. Reconnecting with fond memories of long past times has been proven to take us out of those anxious mind loops. It's as though we're holding time up for ourselves to observe in order to understand that everything comes and goes, as will this moment, as will whatever comes next. So if nostalgia gives us an idealized picture of who we were, reflection allows us to compare and contrast those moments to who we are now, and most importantly, why? we can look back and understand ourselves in a way we really couldn't if we only ever lived in the immediate now. Just like we can't set ourselves up for success if we don't, in some ways, plan for the future. If we simply found ourselves reacting to what comes our way, never learning to correct or adjust our behavior or perspective based on our past, we'd never grow. Let's talk about dipping into our past as a means of reconnecting with ourselves. I think a lot of people out there have a bit of remorse over losing aspects of themselves along the way. It's not the healthiest way to look at life, but it's a common sentiment. We miss who we remember ourselves to be, whether it's more confident or more athletic or a more carefree mentality. It can be anything. We get busy, responsibilities take over, obligations take precedence. And when we're young, we don't have a lot of that in the same way we do as when we're adults. A lot of people don't take the time to reflect with awareness. If you find yourself ruminating over the past in this way, take into consideration that your mind is doing the reflecting on your behalf. Maybe you'll realize that the things you wish you still had are the very same ways you can start to show up for yourself in the present day. If you miss your confidence, start working on your confidence. If you miss your athleticism, start focusing on becoming athletic again. If you miss being carefree, get back to being carefree. This kind of nostalgia may very well be your very own wake-up call for what you're missing. Exactly. When we're experiencing nostalgia, we can also take the time to sort out why we're so fond of those long-gone years and gently begin to introduce the idea that we can feel the very same way about our present lives. So as an exercise, take 10 minutes today to reflect on your happiest years of the past. Consider why they were so happy. Write down some thoughts about who you were, who you were surrounded by, and the things you were doing at the time. Then make a list of ways you can bring those same kinds of joy into your present day life, whether that's by finding a new friend group, finding more free time for yourself, or giving yourself the freedom to find adventure. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Remember, if you'd like to continue the conversation, reach out through Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Come back again tomorrow for day two of our week on Getting Back to You. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. 
Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.